0: Dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Now you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghulu here in South Australia in the studios of Faith FM. In the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you as you listen to uh, this radio program. I am happy to be able to... Um uh, host this program. It's truly a privilege. Wherever you might be, we send our greetings to you. Here in South Australia, it's bright and sunny, and we are grateful and thankful. And so, dear friend, uh, once again, this is the Faith FM, uh, the Drive Time Program. Thank you for tuning in. Now, our theme for this week has been Radical Forgiveness in an Unforgiving World. And the topic for today, my friends, is uh, does radical forgiveness negate accountability? That is the question of which we'll be wrestling with. And I have my good friend here, Pastor Hugh Hina, to help me... Um, I wrestle with this topic and uh, one I believe that is very important considering the times in which we are living uh, in that there is a lot of hatred and all kinds of things happening in the world and we wrestle with this uh, from time to time. And so we will be wrestling with this uh, topic, uh, does radical forgiveness negate accountability. And so, let me just uh, welcome Pastor Hugh, welcome to this radio program. Mm,
1: yes, thank you very much, Fabiano. It's really good to be back uh, with you here yes. uh, on our program, on Drive Wonderful. Time Big Q&A. And this is probably one of the biggest questions there is That's <clears throat> right. Know, about forgiveness. It really goes to the heart of so many of the contention and issues that we do face mm. Uh, mm. in the world today, as you've rightly yes. pointed out. So, yes, uh, forgiveness and accountability, really, uh, this is going to be an interesting hour. That's right.
0: Yeah. And... Um, While we are talking about um, the topic of which we'll be covering today, there are many things that are found on this uh, Christian network uh, news outlet or the uh, the website where they publish things that are religiously uh, concerned uh, or things that are happening in our world that may have a religious um, affiliation. And the funny thing is, here there's a a uh, what do we call it? Um uh, usually if it's a published magazine we'll say on the front page. But if it's online, what do you say? But anyways, <laughs> let's say it's right there in big fonts and uh, it's the main story that is uh, that is um that is being Maybe I you guess, say it's the the front window. The front window. <laughs> yeah, the shop window. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and it says here persecution report. Biden admin must call out Afghanistan on religious liberty violations and um, why while, while we're still on that uh, headline uh, it calls to mind the uh, issues of um, uh, you know between uh, US and Afghanistan and the issues there uh, that have transpired for uh, for a long time and uh, if this uh, article goes on to say, for the fir- for the first time in two decades, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom is recommending that Afghanistan be uh, dis- uh, designated as a major violator of religious freedom due to what it calls a significant uh, uh, deterioration of freedom in the country. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just thinking about that and thinking about what they did in um, well for uh, many years now. The fact that uh, the um, the uh, U.S. Army was there in Afghanistan supposedly to uh, um, protect the citizens of America from any other, um, um, uh, what do we call these, uh, uh, what they accused uh, Osama bin Laden. Um, is the word and, and we've seen more of this recently actually. Uh, terrorism? Terrorism, that's oh, right. right. Yes. Uh, and so the... The U.S. military being there in Afghanistan uh, to supposedly protect the U.S. from another terrorist uh, act, and uh, uh, but uh, while they were there, um, we've received a number of reports that tends to, I guess, suggest that actually there was a lot of oppression and many things happening. And uh, we know recently, when they left the country, that um, they just decided to just evacuate and didn't really, you know, set up. I guess, uh, systems that would help the country, uh, uh I guess, uh, become, uh, autonomous uh, as it should and, 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 you know, a smooth transition. But here in this article, the, the, the author is saying that, hey, uh, well, the U.S. is pointing a finger at uh, Afghanistan and saying, hey, uh, this country is a major violator of religious freedom. Now, I'm not going to critique their, uh, perception, because, um, you know, we do see that there's, uh, this, I guess, restriction of freedom of uh, religion and expression, especially for those who are not of the Muslim faith. Um, but what I found quite interesting is this uh, idea that America is always on the side of pointing a finger. Uh, <laughs> I just found that to be quite interesting. And uh, thinking about that um, uh, in light of... Uh, the issue of the violator and the ones f- pointing a finger. Um, don't you find it interesting, Pastor Hugh, that um, in most cases the the ones who are pointing a finger are also guilty of <laughs> other um, other things on the side as well? I don't know. Don't you find it quite quite interesting that it tends to it, it turns out that uh, even us as well. When we point a finger, well, sometimes we are also guilty of other things, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, this is true, isn't it? That uh, uh, there's no one who hasn't caused some kind of offense, yeah. either wittingly or unwittingly, knowingly or unknowingly, yeah. any kind of grievance towards another person mm. uh, because all of us have done something right. that has uh, caused harm to somebody. And and some of us might protest and say, well, not as much as that person did to me or yeah. not, as, not as great a magnitude as what I'm pointing out here. That's right. And, uh, and, and sometimes that, hey, look, that may be true, but all of it is by degrees. Mm. Uh, and when we get right down to the, to the heart of things, right down right. to the pulse of it, we discover that uh, all of us have the same Sickness we That's have the right. same um, bent towards personal bias yes. self bias yes. and over exaggeration sometimes of the other person's uh, culpability mm. uh, when perhaps we've done some of the same things you know I yeah. come home and uh, you know I've had a bad day you yes. know I um, talk to my my wife in an unhappy way or I, I maybe'm a little bit harsh with my kids yes. and, uh, but I see the next door neighbor do the exact same thing oh that man's got a problem yeah you know he's yeah. got an issue. He needs yeah. to resolve that issue. and That's right. Maybe he does. <clears throat> but am I actually turning a blind eye uh, to my own issues huh. uh, uh, rather than saying, hey, look, the other person's condition right. is also a mirror uh, to my reality as well. Right. Uh, and I, I think, um, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, the, the Bible talks about God's law. Yes which which is a standard uh, by which to live and outlines God's optimal way to live for all of us and right. really at its best is designed as a way to protect us from harm yes. that we do to ourselves and to others. Yes. But quite often what we like to do is we like to use the law against somebody else <laughs> but not apply it to ourselves. That is very sure. When in actual fact it is, and the Bible describes it this way too, a mirror. Yes. <clears throat> a mirror to ourselves so that we can know the true state that we're in yes. and then take some action towards it. So right. yeah, uh, I think we do need to be careful when we point the finger. Yes. Um, but uh, if we are going to raise something, mm. uh, we need to raise it in a way which it also acknowledges some of the issues that we ourselves uh, encounter because there's something so powerfully authentic right. about that. Right. Uh, so much so that it, it tends to win the other person over. It's quite interesting. And help them to th- maybe think, okay, well, hey, this person is willing to. Uh, affirm and confess yes. that they have issues in this same space, mm. is there something I'm missing in my own life here? That's right. Um, but when we start to point the finger at each other and remonstrance with each other and yes. and, and, and do so at a great distance from one another, mm. uh, what tends to happen is uh, there's a greater gulf that opens up between us and yeah. a hardening of our positions and then everyone loses, no one wins. That's right. That's yeah. right.
0: And and. Truly, we do need to think twice, uh, before we just, um, I guess, uh, you know, let our words just come out like bullets and, and whatever we're thinking, whatever we're feeling, just, you know, letting it out. <laughs> we really do need to think twice. Um, Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and another, you know, there, there were quite a number of headlines, which I found to be quite interesting. And, uh, now obviously people may, Uh, Disagree with how I'm viewing things, but when I think of the Biden administration pointing a finger at uh, uh, Afghanistan and in connection with this other headline too that I saw that Russia wants of World War III as West blusters Ukraine. Uh, armaments, um, in these issues, or in the issues also that we are seeing, uh, between countries, uh, the West versus the East and, uh, you know, America, you know, pointing a finger at, at, at Afghanistan. I can't help but see, and this is my own view here, uh, and I'm not trying to be all political, but at least, you know, it, I, I can't help but see that, on both sides <laughs> there's always an issue uh and i'm not saying that um uh putin is a good guy no that uh, the uh no, that I, I support his actions but i'm just saying you know when we see this the struggles between two countries the tensions between two countries or one country uh, pointing a finger at another um there's always issues on both sides. And, uh, and I think, um, without getting too political, but I think we do need, if we are to move forward, uh, even in our own individual mm. lives, we do need to, uh, be able to look at ourselves, evaluate ourselves, mm. um, before we just go on, uh, you know, pointing a finger and criticizing. You know, we do need to look at both sides. Yes, and I do. think that's, the, uh, that helps us actually resolve things much quicker and much better, mm. um, mm. rather than just <laughs> pointing a finger at one particular individual, one particular nation. Hey, are we also blind to some of the issues, uh, that, uh, that we might be, uh, contributing to? And maybe, um, that could actually be of a more dire consequence, uh, especially in mm. spiritual, uh, terms, uh, than, uh, than the ones that we supposedly think to be worse. Yeah,
1: I think I think a lot of the time when we do um point out the faults of others, yeah. Um sometimes we do that as a way to make ourselves feel better, mm. to assuage some of our own feelings, maybe right. just to mask the realities right. that we're, we ourselves are facing. Yeah. Uh, that's not always true. Um yeah, particularly if we're doing so on behalf of a third party uh-huh. rather than on behalf of ourselves. Yes. Um but uh yeah, look, uh, I think you've Yes, some might say, "Oh, look, um, maybe Fabiano's gotten a little too political today." But, <laughs> but uh, actually, it's a good example uh. because I think uh, the truth is that, uh, it, well, it, it it highlights the fact that in geopolitics, there's always national, sovereign, yes. self-interest at play. Uh. <clears throat> and let's face it, uh, in our own lives, it's a it's another example of. S- you know self sovereignty and independence at play right. uh, and uh, and how we exercise our, our choices and our, our volitionality and, and right. our ability to determine our our course mm. or our direction uh, will cross paths with others and yes. and oftentimes we will be very blind That's right to to something that someone else can really easily see and the other day I was having a conversation with someone and they said uh, hey there's a uh, um, there's a door on that side of the building. I said, there's actually two doors. And they <sighs> said, no, no, no. We've, we've been here for a long, long time. There's, there's only one. <sighs> and I said, oh, yeah, take a look next time. And, um, so. Anyway, it came back and said, actually, there there is two doors. How did I not see that? Um, And uh, all I could say was, uh, look, I do the same thing. Mm. I I only see what I'm looking to see. That's right. Um, And I tend to, um, I'm not not seeing those things I'm not focused on. And most of the time we're focusing on what's of interest and importance to us. Yes, yes. Um, But I think what Jesus is always calling us to is to say, hey, um, let me help you. To live beyond right. yourself. yeah, to, yes. to get the bigger picture and that's to right. see that, that uh, uh, my love is not only for you, yes, it is illimitable for you, but it's also for others around you as well. And, yeah. and hey, look, I'm going to give you the honor yes. of sharing my love with others uh, right. as well. Um, and so I guess um, without going any further on that, I guess that's probably something that uh, begins to touch on a bit of what we're going to be talking about today, doesn't it? In terms that's right. of uh, that's right. forgiveness.
0: Yes. And I yeah. thought, though, you know, that will help us, I guess. Um, Informing a, uh, like an intro or something at least that leads mm-hmm. into what we're gonna say. Because, because to be honest, um, in every, uh, conflict, in every, um, disagreement, uh, well, <laughs> if we are honest, uh, there's always things on either side that needs to be dealt with. And, 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 you know, we'll just leave it at that. And I just use the issue of countries today because, uh, you find that. Uh, some are caught up in one camp, and they're not willing to s- look at the issues from the other camp. And I think when we can honestly critique both sides, or evaluate both sides, or even if we, if if it's on an indiv- individual level, if if we, if by God's help we can actually look at ourselves as well, then uh, I think we are on a better path. Now, friends, um, today we've got an interesting. Mm-hmm topic, one that I believe touches on every single one of us, one that which we have wrestled with, one that you might be wrestling with today as well. Does radical forgiveness negate accountability? This is very, very important and we'll be wrestling with this topic. Listen, if you really want to contribute to this discussion, raise a question or even help us feel... Um, you know, part, if you want us to feel that we are not alone and you could, you could just help us by allowing us, you know, uh, I guess, uh, get to know where you're listening from. Ah, oh, could have said that better. Just by, you could just help us not feel, uh, alone by just texting to us on the number zero four three four eight. 80811, just let us know where you're listening from, then we will not feel alone. Uh, We would like to know that there's a person on the other side listening to our conversation and maybe, uh, sharing and, uh, with us some of your thoughts, uh, raising some questions or even Uh, sending us your uh, prayer request. We would like to actually discuss and engage in a conversation and include you in it as much as we can. But before we go any further, this is a spiritual uh, topic. We really want to ask the Holy Spirit to give us clarity of mind to help us understand, and I believe we will be able then to uh, truly appreciate what the Bible has to say on this very, very important topic. So let us pray together wherever you might be. If you're driving, just, you know, let us pray together, but do not close your eyes. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful for your love and mercy and your forgiveness towards us. Lord, we are reminded, uh, of what Jesus has done for each one of us. Um, he forgave us and Lord, he also taught us to forgive. Uh, today, as we learn more about forgiveness, uh, we pray that you would help us understand. We pray that you would help us also gain the courage to forgive if there is a person that we should be forgiving today. Lord, lead us and guide us. This we ask. Not, forgive, not forgetting Pastor Hugh, who will be leading this discussion. Um, um, help him. Uh, give him the right words. And uh, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so friends, let us come to a song and then immediately after the song we will come to the topic and please shoot us your questions through the uh, the number once again that I shared with you 0488 80811 challenges and uh, raise some questions. Let us wrestle with this together and we'll be right back shortly so please do stay with us.
2: The path we choose I've tried but failed to walk in someone else's shoes Strange how I've tried To walk this road alone Not knowing the things I might find That life goes on But now the fears of living life for me are gone I know that your love Can save me from myself in ways I can't explain
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A big with Faviano Nyonghuru and our co-host today is Pastor Hugh hinnan a regular co-host on this radio program. And uh, I'm looking forward to what he's about to share under this theme, Radical Forgiveness in an Unforgiving World. But to, with today's question, which is, does radical forgiveness negate accountability? You know, when we talk about forgiveness, we've got a wonderful offer. And this, my friend, you would want to get your hand uh, hands on. And this is the book, Finding Calm in the Chaos of Life by Julian Melgosa. I believe that's how you pronounce your name. Julian Melgosa. Friends, Finding Calm in Chaos, in chaos of Life by Julian Melgosa. If you're interested in this free offer, all you need to do is text to us uh, the following code word, SA42. Once you do that, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for the necessary details and we'll mail that to you. And if you're in South Australia, please do include your postcode as well. But the code word is necessary and that is SA, as in capital S, capital A, and the number 42. Please send that to 04888. 80811. Now, Pastor Hugh, as we think about today's topic, does radical forgiveness negate accountability? I thought, why don't we even start by answering the question, what is forgiveness? Briefly, I know that the previous, uh, uh, uh Presentations have covered these already. Mm. But for the person who might be just tuning in for the first time, uh, and okay, so they may be, uh, they might be fuzzy about what forgiveness really is all about. Uh, in a nutshell, what is forgiveness? Uh, or can you think of a text mm. that may help mm. us understand what forgiveness is all about? I believe this is key. This is very important. Oh, yes. Then we can expand on mm. forgiveness and, and the, the whole idea of accountability once we know what we're talking about yeah
1: yes very good yes no Fabian I think that's really important what you've said there and yes right. while it is true that we have covered this ground previously in this week's broadcast right. um, it doesn't hurt to uh, reiterate this and that is that forgiveness mm. is, is not to hold against somebody um, something that they've done wrong against you right um, you know it's it's to hold back from mm. that, yeah. um, and it's to to. Um, in fact, if we were to think about it in terms of what God does for us, okay, uh, because it's a re- what we then extend to others as a reflection of that. Right. Um, the Bible says that uh, God has forgiven you, uh, not counting one sins or your sins against you. Yeah. So those things that we had done wrong. Yes. uh To. That it's uh, directly against God. That's right. Um, or, or our sins in general. God is able to forgive. Now, we I can't forgive the whole world. Yes. Uh, everything that every single person has done against every other single person. But That's right. what someone's done against me, um, I have the ability. I have the choice. Mm. And sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but yes. I do have the choice. And we recognise this in the term forgive or That's forgiveness. Right. That's right. To uh, to either hold it against the person, or to uh, to set them free from that, Mm. as it were. And when I say that, uh, what I mean to say is that uh, to, um, to not hold against them Yes. Their wrongdoing in terms of its impact upon us. Right. Um, and okay. uh, yeah, that uh, that's going some ways towards uh, what forgiveness is about, but yes. uh, we need to put some wheels on that. I think we need okay. to start to drive the vehicle of forgiveness a little bit <laughs> okay. uh, because uh, there's so much more to this. Mm. Uh, and for anyone who's tuning in and thinking, oh, look, I'm going through something at the moment. Someone's betrayed me. Someone's hurt me. Someone's grieved me. Someone's offended me. Um, and you hear, the first thing you hear is forgive. Right. Um, It might great right now, right? But stick with us because, uh, believe it or not, it's probably the most important thing you'll hear today. Mm.
0: Well, that's that's. Thank you for uh, suggesting that because I believe that um, this is so important because sometimes we become slaves of our own Doing, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, Mm -hmm. and I think once we fully understand forgiveness, and and I can testify from our own lives as well, it really does set you free. And so I hope and pray that, dear friend, (laughs) that you stay with us. This is going to uh, be life transformation, uh, or life transformation for for many. And so, all right. So that is forgiveness. What when we say radical forgiveness, uh, we're we're Mm -hmm. talking about genuine forgiveness, right? Is, Is that what comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, that's right. We're not talking about tried forgiveness where okay. we just mouth the words, right. but where we really true, truly do forgive the person, where we yes. actually do, uh, uh Take steps and actions that are in tune with the words of saying "I forgive you." Mm. Uh, I think we've all been in situations where someone has said something to the to the effect of "I forgive you," right? Because all of us need forgiveness, and we need to remember that when it comes time to forgive somebody else. That's right. But uh, when we've been in that situation, we've heard someone say the words, yes, but their actions that then follow haven't necessarily been concordant with that, Mm. uh, and uh, it has led to further difficulties down the track. And so, true and genuine and radical forgiveness okay going right back to the beginnings of what it's all about you know right. back to what it's always meant to be okay radical forgiveness will set both the person who is who
0: is forgiven but also the person who is forgiving right. set
1: each of them free that's 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 yeah. amazing yes
0: and um, this is so important and many um, people and wise people as well as clergy and even people who are not religious have recognized this the importance of this uh, and I'm reminded of um Desmond Tutu, uh, the Archbishop there in South Africa, who uh, apparently who was uh, assigned the task of uh, helping with the reconciliation after the uh, South African South Africans had gone through the apartheid, uh, apparently, and these are his words, where uh, he came to this understanding and this conclusion that hey, uh, that there will be no future without forgiveness, and uh, apparently he uh, he he shared that, and that was the framework of which he was going to work through in about reconciliation. Uh, so this is significant. This is mm. very important mm. uh, uh, that we de- delve much into this. So now the question then, w- which we're answering before today, you, before you move on from there, okay. I'm so glad you mentioned that because right. that's a it's a modern
1: day, um, yeah. Yeah, almost here and now. We still see the yeah. uh, we can it's still in living memory for for many of us who are alive at the time of right. uh, when apartheid ended. Right. Uh, and when I say ended, yes. you know uh, that's an open ended thing <laughs> um, because you know it's a, an ongoing process. <laughs> Right, isn't right. right yes. uh, but, but the truth of the matter is that uh, Desmond Tutu, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, was in charge of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Commission, right? yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because listen to that term, listen to mm. that phrase, that yeah. title. Okay. A lot of forgiveness happened around that, but it was never expected wow. and it was never required. Right. And it was never obligated. Interesting. But there was also a lot of accountability even though it wasn't legally provisioned right. to punitively punish uh and and uh and hold people to account mm. for what they had done wrong and yet it did nonetheless wow. hold people to account why yeah. because there was truth telling right. forgiveness is not turning a blind eye to things right. it's okay. not pretending that something never happened okay. that's just sublimating that's just pushing things down pushing things down until right. we're actually doing deep inward damage to ourselves and forgetting okay. uh, well not forgetting but, but uh, well forgetting the damage that it does to us when we don't confront the issue of what right. someone has done to us or okay. maybe the, what we have done to somebody else mm. um, and so truth telling was involved there and the desire to reconcile matters. Right. right. Um, now, when wow. I say reconcile, some, some might uh, grimace at that because mm. maybe to reconcile with someone puts you in danger if you've been right. consistently uh, and uh, heinously abused over and over again by that same person. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Where that happens, mm. where abuse abounds, uh, trust diminishes. Right. It's sort of the opposite of, uh, you know, where, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. <laughs> that's it. That's um, it. But, uh, you know, where, where that happens, we need to just recognize that, yeah. um, that, uh, for there to be forgiveness, true forgiveness, there needs to also be truth telling. Right, there needs to right, be accountability. Right. You can't have one yes. without the other. Wow, oh, that's, that's uh, amazing. It okay. is, isn't it? And so, so we're going to unpack that a little bit more as we go through. But hey, look, you had a question to ask or something to raise, uh, but I just wanted to, to highlight yeah, just yeah, how important yeah. it was what I think you just shared.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I, w- I was just going to ask, okay, since truth-telling and forgiveness is so important mm-hmm. to setting people free, to really a uniting a nation, Obviously the Bible must have something to say about that and uh, I'm wondering if you can lead us into what the Bible has to say.
1: Hey, let me take you right to a place of one of the, well, the most horrible, uh, torturous, uh, seemingly unforgivable, inexcusable um moment uh one of those moments in human history. Right. And uh we can all think of <clears throat> those those sort of moments in our own lives, but yeah. uh, let, let's just picture this third person what it must right. have been like uh on that day at Golgotha, there on the 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 place of the skull yes. just outside Jerusalem where uh there uh the the Romans uh took Jesus and yes. those with him and they stretched out their arms and they having scourged him to the point where they had taken flesh and sinew and ligament and 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 uh, blood just flowed everywhere down his back right. and then having thrust that Crown of thorns upon his head, uh, and they they had put that robe upon him, and they had mocked him, right. uh, and uh, they'd uh, beaten him all the more, and then got him to carry a huge, rough-hewn wooden cross all the right. way up to uh, at, up to the place of Calvary. That's right. And then, having done so, then they get uh, get him to stretch out his arms, and they stretch them out for him as well, oh. and they nail him uh, right through yeah. <clears throat> to that that wood, and then lift him up. And send him shuddering, juddering into uh, the the cavity there that was uh, designed to uh, hold the base of the cross. You know, you can imagine how that Mm. the impact of that when he when he Mm. shook Mm. and held there upon the cross. Goosebumps already. Oh, just just uh, how horrendous that must have Mm. been. Um, If somebody was to do that. To you or to me mm. What would be our reaction To such a thing mm. um, It just uh, It boggles the mind To think yeah. that someone Could act so callously And so calculatedly Cruelly Towards uh, Towards uh, Somebody else mm. And yet what was Jesus' response
0: Well in Luke 23 34 He says Father forgive them For they do not know What they are doing mm. Interesting
1: isn't it yeah. So And what's interesting About that verse yeah. Is that um, In the lead up To uh, to Easter Or you know, Easter Passover This year yes, Because they, yes. they Coincide Right. Um, it was it was interesting to me to look at that verse and to realise it's in the present continuous tense. Right. And what that means yeah. is that Jesus was continually saying yes. Upon he didn't just say it once right. or twice. Right. right, he was saying over and again. Every time you, you could say, every time that the the nail was banged into his flesh every time Mm. that uh, he was spat on, every time that he was reviled or mocked. Each time he had to breathe in and raise himself up upon those nails uh, and then come down upon them and have have uh, have his body sag against them. Mm. uh, He was saying, Father, forgive them for they know not. What they are doing, That's you can right. hear the deep pathos. You can hear the deep feeling of of compassion, of right. suffering with those who have done this to him. So Jesus is actually recognizing the suffering of those who are causing him suffering. Okay, which is astonishing. Um, and this is this is the power of forgiveness. Right. In that uh, we are acknowledging that that the people who have caused us to hurt right. and caused us pain, that. Uh, this doesn't diminish them or yes. dehumanize them. All right. Interesting. You know, these,
0: that's that's quite interesting. Right. These yeah. these
1: are people too. Mm. Mm. These are also those who are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, these may even be people that uh, we gave birth to. Yeah. These might yeah. be people uh, who gave birth to us. Mm. They might be those who who we grew up with in the same bunk bed in the same bedroom over many years. Mm. Uh, they could be the person who works across from us in the cubicle, mm. uh, and, uh, or the person who stabbed us in the back, mm. uh, in order to promote their way up the tree. Um, and Jesus does the opposite. Jesus, right. Right. um, demotes himself upon the tree in order yeah. to open up to us. Uh, a a deep vein of love, a deep vein of forgiveness Mm. uh, and of of reconciliation so that the enmity, which was just constant Mm. between humanity and against God, could... Come and cease and come to an end. Uh, not all at once. Sadly, it still resonates and reverberates in human history. But the truth of the matter is that uh, that Jesus has shown us the the ex- full extent of His love and forgiveness. And He hopes that we will be so deeply touched by this that we, in turn, will yeah. say, "As You have forgiven me, let me also forgive others who have done who have hurt me." You know, for for mm. the sins and the the wrongs that others have done to me and that I've done to them, Jesus was nailed for both those things.
0: So um I understand where you're going. Mm. But but, but, <laughs> but. <laughs> let's say yes. I've forgiven someone mm. and I'm getting now into the accountability part of things. Okay. Does this mean that tomorrow I go out mm. with that person and have a cup of tea and that you know I just forget everything? That is is that now forgiveness is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's let's, let's look at uh, the story I just told. Right. Uh, did Jesus go out and uh, you know have have a um, some juice or you know a cup of tea with someone with those those same soldiers the next day?
0: <laughs> Definitely
1: not. Well, right. he wanted to probably, um, but he knew that they weren't ready for that, mm, mm. Uh, and that the time was not ripe or ripe right for that. Right. Um, but he had taken the requisite steps yes. in his own life, right, in order that the door be opened down the track. Right. Because who wants to be a constant war? Mm, definitely who not. Who wants to carry the burden of, of Ukraine every day for the rest of their life? Definitely Who not. wants to be subjected uh, to their own internalized right. civil war and commotion right. yeah. that never ends when the other person is having a nice sound uh, night's sleep, not even realizing what they've done to us, mm. or the, the, the extent mm. or the magnitude of the hurt that they've caused? Yeah, yeah. Um, at some point, we need to be released uh, from them. that. That means it's, we need to relinquish the right to to punish or the right to to well rather the right to take revenge yeah. against that person right. I find it really interesting that in the Bible, um, uh, God says vengeance is mine. Notice He huh. didn't say revenge is mine. Oh, right. You know, revenge. The problem with revenge uh-huh. is the word re. Okay. Yeah, you know, over and over again. You know, I take revenge against Fabiano. Ah. <laughs> why, why would I do that? I don't know why I would do that. <laughs> I don't um, know, you know. right. Yeah, boggles the mind that I do that. Right. But then revenge means that in turn, okay. uh, then Fabio might, uh, very well then do the same back towards myself. And then it begins this never ending cycle of right. ever spiraling down hurt and pain, uh, that just never ends. So, um, so instead, Jesus says, no longer do I say to you a nail, a, a tooth for a tooth, uh, a, um, Oh dear, Lex talionis. What, what, <laughs> what's that law again of the Old Testament? Uh, an eye for an eye, an eye a, tooth an, for a, tooth. a tooth for a tooth. Yeah, That's thank it. you. Yeah, Very yeah. good. Um, so, uh, uh, because why? Because you end up with a whole lot of people right. who who are gummy, bed and uh, and blind, uh-huh. walking around, you right. know, eyes gouged out and uh, and toothless. That's right. Um, and uh, and God doesn't want that. Mm. That's disfiguring for us all. Right. Um, so, so then, what about? Uh huh. Accountability. Where does it fit into this whole scheme of things, God? When God yeah. says vengeance is mine, He does it once, right, and right. for all okay. at the very end. At the very end. Okay. Yeah. Now what that doesn't we? mean there's no consequences in between a natural law, right, yeah. right here and yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. People bear consequences to their actions mm. that are not always within their or our ambit or control. Right. But when it comes to God, yes. At the very end, he forbears with us and for all of us, those who did us wrong and, and for we ourselves, and he says, I'm going to take care of all of this and make everything right, right. at the very end. Okay. And so even God withholds judgment in the hope right. that ultimately all of us will seek to do each other, you know, will seek to make things right. Okay. Now, th- let me take us to a parable. Yes. Jesus told a parable. Jesus actually speaks a lot about this in the Bible. uh uh-huh. um, and uh, he says here in the context of um, <laughs> the context of when someone does does you wrong okay in Matthew chapter 18 right uh, we see here that uh, Jesus talks about when a brother or sister sins against you or someone does you wrong yes. and he actually lays out an, uh, a process here <clears throat> and it's a process of accountability mm. um, but uh he starts out at the very start of the chapter he says that at that time right. Matthew 18 verse 1 he says the disciples came to Jesus and asked who is the greatest yes. in the kingdom of heaven because they were squabbling right. amongst themselves Yes, yes. And this is so often the problem this is what causes so much uh, 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 issue or what causes so much uh, uh, um, bickering and, and uh, a lack of forgiveness ultimately is, right. is, um, is when we, we want to uh, uh, elevate ourselves above others but uh, he calls a little child they're in the, amongst that mixed uh, mix of older men uh, and who are wanting to sort of lay their case out. And he, he has him stand amongst them. You mm. can just imagine the scene, this little fella. <laughs> and he says to all these big, fully grown men who are, right. his, who are sort of standing proudly, you know, I'm a disciple of Jesus, I'm someone right. important. And he says, I tell you the truth, unless you change, mm. let's just let that sink in, unless you change, mm. and become like little children... You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. What sets a child apart? One of the things that sets a child apart is have you ever noticed? I've seen this with my own kids. Right. They get into a scrap, they get into a fight, Uh, there's words, there's maybe, you know, fists and feet or whatever else. Yeah. And, uh, and then 10 minutes later, five minutes later, they're all happily playing together again. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's quite amazing. But we as adults, we tend to hold on to things. Right. We remember them like an elephant. Right. You know, so right. forgive me, elephants, if you're listening. <laughs> and, and, and they tend, you know, we tend to hold grudges. Right. For long periods of time. Right. And that's a self-defense mechanism. But kids mm. tend to let it go and roll on. Yes. Not always, but oft times. Uh, and there's a lot more forgiveness and, 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 uh, and leaving things in the past uh-huh. on display. Uh, and so Jesus says, unless you become like one of these little children, right? You know, the kingdom of heaven doesn't actually really belong to you because that's going to be a place of mm. forgiveness. <clears throat> Where right. those things that have previously defined us, the hurts that have uh, caused us uh, so much grievance, mm. they will be gone. They will be left behind. Um, but he also says this. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Who's the greatest when there is conflict? It's the person who humbles themselves, says Mm. Jesus. The person who's willing to start the process at some cost of forgiveness. Um, But then he also says this, the opposite is also true. It right. is the accountability. Okay. So listen clearly, if you've been hurt, <laughs> if someone has done something to you and thinking, well, when's this going to be righted? There mm. is accountability. Jesus okay. says in verse 5, he says, And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. That's, that's the beautiful wow. part. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, mm-hmm. it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea
0: oh so 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 what i 'm hearing there is that forgiveness is all about setting yourself free and the other person free, but yes. consequence remains it does consequence does remain mm. um, and
1: ultimately if there is a lack of forgiveness right um or or rather if there's uh, certainly if there's a, a someone who just consistently abuses the relationship right, right, right. or abuses uh, uh, a person uh, even in the face of the relationship uh, breaking down, right. then uh, ultimately there will be uh, a final and full consequence to that. <clears throat> and right. notice there that it's a millstone. Yeah, What's a millstone? A right. mill's grain, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's what and donkeys we, would go and they yes. they would go around and that's around. Right. That's right. And, and they they'd eat up the grain, you know. E R E R and they go and eat the grain. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's heavy. It takes yeah. a lot of effort to push right. that thing around. It it's right. it uh it weighs one down. Mm. And they would do this their whole lives yes. these these animals. Yeah, okay, sorry. And, and 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 as they would do that. They, they would, uh, basically what the picture is showing here is yeah. that, uh, we think we'll, we'll get the little scraps that are ours. We'll mm. scrap for what we think is ours. Mm. And as we do so, we make a f- complete ass of ourselves. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, yeah. that's really what's at play here. Um, and yet God says the way to stop this vicious cycle. Uh-huh. Is forgiveness.
0: That's quite amazing. You know, as you're talking about the donkeys, uh, um, Pushing the millstone around. I just couldn't help it. But I think, hey, if these were humans, they'd have all kinds of muscles. <laughs> but anyway, but, um, but that's, yeah, but that's a beautiful illustration. And, and thank you for bringing that through. But let's just quickly take a break, uh, and, um, just, uh, yeah, meditate on what we have just, uh, learned. Uh, and, uh, and one of the things too that I must say before we go to a break is the fact that, uh, in all of this, uh, this is a tricky situation to be in. Uh, and is one that really, um, in many ways, uh, actually, uh, uh, uh shows our true colors, especially as Christians. Like mm. truly, it, it really does. When you're in that moment, I was in that moment and I can remember even today, just as I was yesterday, that truly it does test you. So mm. let us, let, let us remember that we ought to be praying a lot if we are in that situation. And, 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 and by God's help, we need to have the mind of Christ. And um, let us, let's, let us come to a short break just before we come to music. Friends, if you are anywhere near, um, the prospect, uh, area, we've got a wonderful program that is coming and this is called The Amazing Discoveries, Ancient Mysteries Reveal the Future. This is going to be hosted uh, by a well-known evangelist and presenter, Mark Wilson. And you want to book your seat, my friend. The venue is going to be um, uh, the uh, Performing Arts Theater Um uh, investigator college at nine Bacchus Road, Victor Harbor. Now, I did say if you're in Prospect, this is because the, uh, Mark Wilson is a minister here in Prospect. And if you want to get, if you want to get, if you want to get more information or get to meet him, you know, prior to that, hey, just come to the Prospect 7th The Adventist Church. But if you want to be at the venue of the, uh, uh of this series, uh, and mind you, if you don't book your seat, hey, you, you, the seats will probably run out soon. But the venue is at the nine, at number nine, Bacchus Road in Victor Harbor. Uh, friends, I'll highly encourage you to, um, to attend this series. Amazing discoveries. Ancient Mysteries Review The Future. Free seminars, free seminars, my friend, but you want to be there. And um if you are wondering how you can reserve your seats, uh you can just call uh Suzanne uh, Mark himself uh, on zero four double zero six four zero one thirty uh or on zero four one three eight five three five eight. One. Now, we also do have a free giveaway. Uh, if you are interested, uh, this is a book which would help you wrestle with some of these uh, uh, important topics such as forgiveness, Finding Calm in the Chaos of Life by Julian Melgoso. This is a free giveaway, my friend, which you really want to get your hands on. If you aim for a joyful, balanced life, and wish to have a total health, even in the imperfect world such as we are living in. Uh, this is a book that you must have. Doctor Julian Melgosa uses biblical examples and personal illustrations to demonstrate how essential it is uh that we partner with Christ in dealing with the uh with the all two human experiences of depression, anger, guilt and stress and many others. So if you are interested in this free giveaway, here it is, you need to text the following code word S A. 42. The capital S, capital A for alpha, S A, and then the number 42. So that's a code word which you need to text to 048888. 11. Then the Faith FM giveaway board will reply asking for the necessary details so we can get that to you. So here's our our song which is coming shortly, Where No One Stands Alone. Please stay with us and we'll be right back shortly. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Once I stood
2: In the night with my head bowed low In the darkness as black as could be And my heart felt alone And I cried, oh Lord, don't hide your face from me Hold my hand With great riches to call my own But I don't know a thing In this whole wide world That's worse than being alone my head.
0: Welcome back to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio here. Wrestling with the topic, radical forgiveness in an unforgiving, uh, the theme rather, radical forgiveness in an unforgiving world. Uh, but wrestling with today's topic, which is, does radical forgiveness negate accountability? And we had just ended on the, uh, in Matthew chapter 18, especially there in verse 6, which really says that, hey, uh, that, uh, yeah, there is a consequence to those who, um, Yeah, who offend. Yes, forgiveness is there, but there is a consequence, my friends. And and that's very important for us to understand. But I hope you listen to the words of the song. There are some things which we cannot do alone, and we need Jesus To help Mm. us But let me ask uh, Pastor Hugh To take on from uh, Where we were at uh, Since we've got Only a few minutes left Yes So in the short time That we have left uh, Let me just
1: say That it's been brought To my attention That uh, uh, where we were going Just now Matthew 18 Was covered yesterday So so let me not Retread that path If you want to take a look At this really invaluable uh, uh, Message of Jesus In Matthew 18 I encourage you to go back And listen uh, To yesterday's broadcast On Drive Time Big Q&A And for that matter as well To check out the chapter Itself of Matthew 18 Right. But but nonetheless, what I just spoke of there, uh, in terms of what Jesus shared at the beginning of Matthew 18, he right. also reiterates in Luke 17. Mm. And in Luke 17, he's, he goes on, having talked about uh, the accountabilities and the forgiveness that uh, are, are held together yes. and are at play in relation to how uh, we treat each other, because each of us is God's loved, uh, much-loved, treasured little child. We, right. He loves each one of us like a, like a doting parent. Um, but he goes on in Luke 17 and he says, if your brother or sister sins, rebuke him. Mm. And if he repents, forgive him. Wow. So I want us to catch that there because what he's really saying here is that yes there's forgiveness, yes. but there also needs to be accountability right Because forgiveness, well accountability does its work yes uh, in, in helping to reform a person right. But forgiveness does the full work of transforming a person. Mm you know uh, so so we hope that a person w- will revert back to or will uh, turn to a better path but forgiveness is what converts a person uh, into being a, a a fully um, changed and for the better person right. uh, and, and child of God. And so, if, if someone sins against you, yes, rebuke him, reprimand him, mm. you know, share, share with the person where. And in saying that, he's not saying, hey, look, uh, you're completely wrong and everything you've ever done. He's not saying condemn the person. Right. He's saying walk them through the problem together. Mm. And then, having done that, yeah. then, uh, you know, if the person repents and also shows remorse and saying, oh, yeah, I, I want our relationship to be better and better. Back and better again, then absolutely forgive that person. But even then, if the person doesn't, <coughs> it's important for us to seek to forgive. That's right. Uh, even when we, when uh, the person we can't forgive, um, uh, the person can't receive full forgiveness from us because mm. they refuse to change their ways. That's right. We can actually do the forgiving uh, personally, yes. privately for that person. Right. And, and what I mean by that is, uh, this is really important: is that um, <coughs> we have to hold. Others and including ourselves accountable, in order to facilitate change. Yes. You know, forgiveness and accountability must go together. Yes. Um, but oftentimes, forgiveness also does more for us than right. for the one being forgiven. Mm. Um, you know, uh, in, in other words, when we choose forgiveness, we're setting ourselves free from the power we've given the one who hurt us. Right. No longer will they get to live rent free in our head. No mm. longer will they get to to um, to continue to torment us. Uh, because we've we have forgiven the debt, right? And we have uh, said, "Well, this is no longer something that causes me any concern." Yes. that's between now that person and yes. God, that person and, and someone else, uh, and that that person and, and themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Again, though, that might not satisfy some listeners, but listen (laughs) to this. When you forgive, you're not condoning the actions of the other. Mm. Uh, It's not something that you have to choose. So it is something you have to choose to do for yourself, uh, and it's ultimately not uh, always simply about the other person. It's about both of you, and it's about setting yourself free as much as them. Um, And uh, and so let me just finish with a word from the Lord. He says here, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, Mm. and anger. This is from Ephesians 4, verse 31 and 32. Uh, And now, that's not just saying the external one between each other. That's what has taken root in our life as a result of the hurt that we've sustained and and ruminated on. Get rid of all of that, of that brawling, that bitterness, that slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. When we receive forgiveness from God and we're set free by God from from our past, we can be set free uh, in the present also by forgiving others for their past wrongs against us. Isn't that a beautiful thought of what uh, forgiveness can do in a person's life? So I really encourage our listeners, yes, embrace full forgiveness Mm. and acknowledge that accountability is a part of the picture, um, but in the process you will also yourself be set free as you forgive one another.
0: Amen, amen. Shall we pray together then? Father in heaven, we're reminded of Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I pray that you may help us and help those, Father, who are wrestling with forgiveness. I pray that you may help us recognize that we ought to take the first step, as uh, as Matthew 18 says. Help us, Father, to set ourselves free um, from all bitterness. And we just pray that you may uh, help us, Lord, to learn that forgiveness is actually um, um, healing um Mechanism and uh, Father, we pray that you may continue leading and guiding and speak to each one of us individually. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen.
1: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Turn
2: your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in His wonderful face.